0: What's up, people, peoples? I'm going to address this topic today. This is a Randy's rant, if you will, uh, of what happened to me in Minneapolis at the Best Western Hotel. I'm going to address it one time because uh, people wanted a part two, um, and I'm going to be as clear as I am and concise as I am. Now, understand that everything I'm going to be telling you is very Is the truth or very close to the truth. Maybe I can't remember every detail. But if you know me, you know that I'm very transparent and I really have no reason to lie on such a petty topic. Uh, There's a lot of people that will come after me in another way and I'll explain why they do that. Um, And you're saying, well, Jimmy, why do you even bring this up? Well, I bring it up because A, it's content. Okay. Content is king. B, it's personal get to know me content. C, I think people like it when they see real things instead of like, oh, everything's going great in life. Like, you have to show both sides. And D, it's about transparency and it's funny. So I'm not a person that is untouchable. I could be that person very much so, and, and it would change a lot of people's beliefs in me. I could easily do that. I could wear really nice clothes and shave and drive a really nice car and all that stuff. But since I don't, people have this perception of me, some people. A lot of people know who I am, but um, what I'm about, I mean. Uh, but some people just judge me because they're just ignorant, um, like they don't really know. <coughs> so there's no reason for me to lie because I don't have anything to hide, and um, and I'm just, I just. The I'm, I'm reason I'm taking this topic is because I'm tired of no accountability people. I'm tired of bad customer service. I'm tired of people complaining that they're not getting paid enough, um, but yet not doing a good job. I'm tired of people saying, oh, we want to work, but then not taking the job. And then and automation is going to take their job. And then they're going to go, whoa, um it. and then it's people like me that's going to have to pay for them. You understand that? That's what's going to happen. People like me are going to pay for these people. Because I'm in a higher tax bracket. And that's okay if you try. But if you just complain all day, um, then you're going to get pushback. So I had a lot of shitty jobs. My position in life was earned very hard. There's Had some lucky breaks. But I've done a lot, man. I got a lot of shit I got through to get to where I'm at in my life. So that's number one. So that's why I and I believe customer service is king. Unless you're an unruly person, like out of your mind, you know, it's... If you're in the customer service business, you suck the customer off. That's pretty much, that's what, how I was raised. You get them whatever the fuck they need within reason. I mean, if you go to Vegas, you can basically ask for an eight ball of Coke at the right hotel and they'll be like, okay, I get that for you. And you want to sign onion rings? Like obviously that's over the line, but that happens. I mean, there are hotels in New York that will get you anything and anytime you get a gun, you know what I'm saying? So, Obviously, these are over the line. I'm going extra. But what I'm trying to tell you is is that that customer service to me is unless someone is completely crazy, like spitting at you or trying to fight you or ruin. I mean, I feel like the customer is always wrong now. I feel like. You know, here's an example. When you go to like, let's just say, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say Starbucks. I like Starbucks. It's not great, but it's okay. But, like, Starbucks is a great example of, like, all these, like, you know, they they try to be extra and, like, super fake inclusive. And they have all these people. And sometimes there'll be a very empty Starbucks and everyone's chilling. And the loudest people in the Starbucks are all the employees. And they're like, oh, my God. eh!" And they're fucking having a party behind the counter. And, like, we'll look around. A couple of the customers will be like, it's a coffee shop. You want to work, you want to write, you want to do something. I'm not going to make it my office. But I noticed that I'm using Starbucks because I do feel that's like, to me, employees should be seen, not heard. That's the way I was raised. Don't cry about it. You're there if you're servicing somebody in a hotel, waitress, whatever. I've done all these jobs, catering. Yes, and it's like improv. Yes, and how can I help you? within reason obviously within reason but i feel now it's like hey man we're all we're all you know i'm here you know don't go too harsh on me like so it's just it's no it's there's jobs to be done and if you critique someone in their job you're like a hater or all this other stuff as opposed to just going hey man just this is all i want right like so that's the crux of this rant here um and i'm sorry if you don't I, I've done a way more shitty jobs than the average person, I bet. And then I've done shitty clubs and I've done, I've done so many shitty things. And guess what? I fucking did it because I, you know, had nothing else. And, you know, I just moved on. But I wasn't like, you know, I would try to help a customer as best I could. Please, and, and and but you get what you pay for, and you really do. So if you stay in places like this. First of all, I'm going to address the haters before I go into it. uh There's some stupid people on Facebook. Anybody that really has a comment for me on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, attacking me or my career or, you know, my position in life and all this stuff you want to say about me, just come to the club and say it publicly. Please, if you have any balls... Just do it. Do it in front of a crowd of people and then let me comment back. We'll see. We'll see what happens. That's it. Like, because you're, you know, that, and it's just, you know, here's an example. People are like, best Western, your career's down the tubes. Why are you staying there? Okay. First of all, I actually don't hotel shame. I go to where I don't pick my hotels. I'm not like super crazy like that. I go to where they book me. And so, um, the weekend, at this particular weekend, was a Best Western. And it wasn't a terrible hotel, actually. It wasn't. It was kind of cute and cozy. Terrible staff, but not terrible hotel. But I did read a lot of comments. Later. And then this last weekend, I was at Four Seasons. I could take a picture of myself in a bubble bath. I don't need to. But like, people are like, it's all you can afford. I don't even pay for the hotels. People just put me up where they are. I never really change hotels unless it's terrible, but usually like, I'm fine from a Hampton Inn on up, like Holiday Inn Express. I'm fine. Two, four seasons, wherever. It doesn't matter to me. As long as that bed's comfortable, Marriott, I'm fine. Listen, I'm on tour. It's very tiring. I'm blessed to do what I do. I'm blessed that people come out. So I understand that I'm coming from a place of that area. I'm very humiliated. Humility. I'm humbled, right? I'm blessed that people buy tickets. I'm I you, we usually have a good time. There's always going to be a heckler or two. They come and buy merch. It's beautiful. Um, I've been doing it. Pretty much all year I've only had a couple weekends off You know nothing to complain about but I've overextended myself I'm fulfilling old COVID gigs when they came out They're like just take it and my agent's like take this take this And I was just taking gigs that put my foot in the water Now it seems like we've righted the ship in some ways And I'm doing a lot of gigs and you know that some I haven't done before And, and I'm tired and it's mixed in with cons And it's all wonderful but I'm like tired you know So uh, there's going to be times where I'm just not getting the best version of myself, you know, and I'm trying to like get all my right vitamins. I don't get enough sleep. I'm trying to eat right. I'm like intermittent fasting, you know, Um, I don't do any drugs or anything or drink. I'm trying to just be healthy. You know, I got a lot going on Um, and I'm going to actually the first time I'm taking off a whole month and I'm really looking forward to it. Like I'm actually tired. I need to get myself in good shape, you know? And you don't hear me complain about my mental health. Yeah, my mental health is always fucking crazy, but that's not mental health. I'm just a little off. But, you know, I don't need a mental health day. I never took one and never will. So that's a new thing. Fuck, if you want to take a mental health day, I could take a mental health year, okay? So fucking suck all my balls for anybody that does that and then complains about me because I never take that shit. And I'm crazier than a lot of you. So that's number one. And that's only for the bitch asses, not the cool people. Now, mental health day. I just think about that. I never took one fucking mental health day. I can't not do a show. I have a mental health day. No, fucking get out there. You don't get paid. All these people came in. You know, Jesus, the shit I could tell you. I've been doing this tour. It's been, it's been great. And my buddy Randy put together this amazing festival. Um, and I was. This was like the last date. On the tour before I'd get a couple days off. And I've been grinding for like, you know, like I said, the whole year. But like this was like seven weeks in a row. Zipping back, east coast back, east coast back, you know. Some van tour, some plane, whatever. And I'm fucking cooked, right? You know, I got my personal life, a lot of shit going on there. You know, everybody. So don't cry me a river. But, you know, there's a lot of things happening. All of us have it. And so I do the show, and uh, I'm there with other great comics. You know, Jimmy Walker, Dom McMillan, Erica Rhodes. Erica started the festival off. It was a great show. She killed it. She said it's great. It was at this new club. It's an amazing jazz club somewhere in Minnesota called Crooners. It's in, like, Fridley. Fridley, wherever that is, in Minnesota. And it's just this little, like, oasis, right? It's amazing. The lady who runs it's incredible. Great food. I love it. I'm, like, all about it. There was a whole festival for up-and-coming comics and established comics and different casting directors and agents were there. It was great. So they had that. Then they had regular, like, comics that you know. And awesome vibe. My buddy had a very successful uh, festival. So this was the last show. So I'm kind of cooked, you know. And I'm like, I can't wait. I'm going to be done. I was on the road for six days. I did, like, six shows a day, a show every day, and traveled, like, four different cities. And so I'm a little cooked. And so uh i do this sh- i get in there late late night before i sleep in i do all the press and all this stuff and uh and so you know we we're pretty sold out i think the show was like you know 94 90- five percent sold out and uh, it was an amazing vibe great crowd yeah we had some hacklers but we all had fun we did the meet and greet we stayed for every person we signed we took pictures it was on paper it was a fantastic experience the next day I got to meet my buddy because the festival was nice enough the woman to put it on to give us a golf outing so I had to meet my buddy at nine so I was already tired, and I'm going to play like shit, but I'm like, I'm going to go, right? So I go, I eat, I pick out, everything's great. I'm coming back to the hotel. I get it. I like a hot tea after the show. I just do. I'm an old lady now. I like hot tea, and I like honey, and I like lemon. And sometimes I put a little kava, kava in it, or sometimes I put some CBD, okay? That's what I do. I'm not drinking right now. I'm not doing any doobies. Not that. I just like a hot tea, and sometimes a cigar. And they made me one at the restaurant, but I didn't have the right consistency. And I was like, I, you know, I got to do it, right? I got to make it the it. And it was fine. So I'm like, I'm going to go to the hotel and I'll just make it there. But I'm like, I know this hotel is like, they're sticklers. I just got the vibe from the staff that they're like super rigid. And like, a. It again, it's not the Four Seasons. Like the Four Seasons should be rigid, but they like, if you are like, yo, can you get me a crab cake at like 2.30 a.m.? They're like, okay, yeah. Like, they'll, they'll figure it out. And this place is like, once it's 11 a p.m. or something's closed, it's done. So I'm like, I got the vibe that they're not going to be very helpful. And I wasn't really planning on doing that. And this is where the story is funny because people are mistaking what the story is. So long story boring, as I go back, I got my guy opens for me, Mike. They, you know, ex-football player, very funny guy. And I was hanging in the street and I'm just watching and I'm waiting and I'm stuff. And I see three people at the desk, three people. It's right around 11 p.m., and I'm like, ooh, ooh, this is going to be... And they're all, like, giggling and talking to each other. And I'm like, oh, it's their world. We better not interrupt. That's the vibe I got. You know what I mean? Like, their world. Like, if you go to certain hotels, it's just one desk clerk at night. They're the coolest people. They usually get to know comics or actors, and they go, hey, what's up, Jamie? They know what you're in town for. They're like, okay, just put that on the bill. You just take that. Whatever. You can... The Hyatt and Schomburg, uh the Holiday Inn in Tampa, you know who you are. The different spots in Jacksonville, they're cool about it. You know, they get to know who they are. It's a regular thing, they're with the club and it's and it's chill. But I had it was like a shift change or something, and there's like three people and they're all very different and they're convening. And I'm like I'm like, Okay, these I can already tell this is just unco- weird energy. So i could see that the dude the one dude is like a lifer so i'm waiting in the lobby for my guy to get all of the merch that we didn't sell and i'm standing in the lobby and the guy just starts looking at me he's this older guy he's like, you know like one of those lifer type of which is fine but he's like a buy the book super has no idea how to communicate with people just this is the rule rule a six nine seven you know that type of guy right has no fucking idea about how to, like, vibe with a sitch. So I'm already like, that guy's going to be annoying to me, right? And then I got another little uh, person over here who's, like, a tyrant and then a, and then a chick, a big chick. And so there's a couple of women and, and, like, a dude drinking wine over here, and there's this restaurant over here. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, I maybe be able to go in there and uh, see if they have hot water. Again, to all the, 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 um, the Einsteins, in the uh, comment section are like, why don't you just make hot water in your room? Well, the hot water thing you make in your room is about this much water. I like about a 20 ounce tea and it's about a six ounce of water. So you have to make about four cups and it has a, it takes forever to heat up and it's just a shitty machine. So usually if there's a hot water in a restaurant, I could just give somebody a cup and all I have to do is ask them to push the red button. And I'll always pay them for it. And a lot of them don't take it. But I'll give them a 10. Is that, is that so hard to ask a $10 bill for pushing a thing to get hot water? You tell me. Again, that's another thing I do. I'm all about tipping. I'll tip anybody who'll do something. Because when people did shit for me, they give me a tip. Fuck yeah. You're getting to the front of the line. That's just the way the game works, right? And I, people don't even ask for it. I just tip them anyway because they. I feel like they did an extra service. And most people don't even want it. So they're like, oh, thank you. I walk. I see the guy, and he comes over with a tray, and he's got two waters for, like, his workers. And I'm like, okay, he's going to, like, he's working over there. He's going to kiss their ass. And he's looking at me like I'm a vagrant, which I get because and I already said this in the other video. Like, although I look a lot cleaner, but I get it. It's a weird part of town. Minneapolis is got some issues happening right now, like all big cities. And, um, you know, you can mistake me for a fucking crackhead. I'm okay with that. Like, that's okay. So he's kind of eyeing me. And so I walk to where he just came out of and he has these trays and he goes, they're closed. They're closed. And I go, How do you know I was going in there? He goes, just letting you know they're closed. And that just annoyed me. It was just a dork, right? It was just a guy with a lot of keychains, janitor type of dork. So then I just was like, you know what? This guy's not being very friendly. He's annoying me. I just did all these shows. I'm going to peek my thing. And so I walk and I peek through the door and people are cleaning up or whatever. But they weren't closed for him because he got water from there. And uh, he goes, I said, they're closed. And I said, did you see me going in there, bro? And he said, they're closed. I said, okay. And now... Shrimp is looking at me and big chick is starting to look at me. So all, the, all all I'm being targeted. Okay. So then he goes, so then he goes, you staying here? And I said, yes. And I held up my key. I said, here's my key. And he's like, what? So then he's annoying me. He's annoying me. They're not helping. They're annoying me. The festival paid. The lady got a bunch of rooms at this fucking hotel. At this fucking hotel. And they're fucking like, yo, you got a big account here. You're pissing me the fuck off. Right. So don't like, I haven't done anything yet. So I could just tell this guy's annoying. So Mike is out there unloading the shit, unloading the shit. And so I just stand there with the door. Now, no one's coming in or out. It's empty except those people drinking wine. And I'm standing there with the door half open because I knew it would annoy him. I got that vibe. So I just stand there and he's looking at me and I'm just looking at Mike and I'm acting dumb. And he's looking at me. He goes, close the door. And I like, Hey, Mike, you know, stuff? he goes, close the door. And he goes, I said close the door like that. And I go, hey, you got, and so then I was like, this guy's out of line. And I go, hey, you got a problem, bro? He goes, I said, close the door. I said, I'm waiting for my friend to bring you back. He goes, you got the door closed while you're waiting for it. And I'm like, I go, yo, what's your fucking problem, dude? You've been on my ass all night. Yeah, that's when I stepped it up, okay? So if, if anyone here doesn't think that after everything I described to you, after sold-out shows on the road, tired as fuck, all this stuff. After three strikes, I gave this dude. And, and he steps to me again when I've already shown him my card. I've already done this. At that point, if I'm not allowed to raise my voice, then you can come to the comedy show and heckle me and talk to me about it. I will pay you 50 fucking dollars. I'll give you a free ticket, and you can gripe to me. And all you have to do is just let me argue with you on camera. Okay. I'm not a perfect person, but the guy stepped to me three times, maybe more, I don't know, before I stepped back. And I'm the customer. My balls are dry. They should be in your mouth, okay? Like, yo, dude, I'm the customer. So, and then this fucking, this little shrimp behind the thing goes, hey, you don't talk to my staff like that. I go, he talked to me like that. He goes, hey, you don't talk to me. And I go, hey, you don't fucking talk to me like that. I'm the fucking customer. 100% what I said. But again, remember, I'm being attacked now. I'm not, and I've already had a lot going on. He brought them water. I didn't even go to ask for tea. That was my intention. So now he snapped at me three times. He snapped, I snapped back. He says it again. And the lady goes, Sarah, calm down. And I go, no, tell them to fucking calm down. And she goes, that's it. I'm calling the police. That's, stay there. That's pretty much the exchange. Anybody can tell you anything else. Some, some fucking chick's mother says, my daughter worked there. The mother's a fucking dum-dum. You weren't there, dum-dum. Someone's sister. You weren't there, dum-dum. Check the fucking tapes. Check the hotel tapes. Can you afford them? Check all the fucking tapes. Play it back. Please put it online. I guarantee that's the fucking story that happened. Yeah, I lost my shit after people coming at me. So fuck suck, okay? And I said, wait, I said, okay, so now it was one thing, but now the cops. And I'm like, wait, this is crazy, right? It's not going to happen. So I said, I said, what are you doing? Don't call the cops. She goes, hi, 911. Yes, I have an unruly customer. And I go, you don't have to call the cops. Like, I'm going to get my stuff. And the guy guy goes, you're staying here, right? And I go, yeah. And he goes, not anymore. And he took my key. He took my key out of my hand. That's another thing that happened. Not anymore. Like, I'm fucking five. I'm a 53-year-old multimillionaire, okay? Do you understand it? Who's made him name for himself in this world. And these people are treating me like a fifth fucking grader in a shitty hotel. They're lucky I didn't fucking torch the joint. And you can put that in a clip. Terrible. Like, they have no accountability. It's like, did we snap too hard too? Maybe we pushed this motherfucker. Oh shit, why is the hotel burning? If you could just admit that you did some shit. Like, yeah, I lost it. But you lost it first. But you should never step to me. I didn't shit in a fucking lobby. Pussies. You're pussies. You're embarrassing. So she, so she says to call the cops. I said, I said, don't call the cops. And I said, sir, you want me out of here? I got to get my stuff. So I'm like, I got to get my stuff. I go, give me my card so I can get my stuff. And reluctantly, after like three asks, I grab my bag. I grab my card to get my bag. I go, don't call the cops. She's like, yeah, he's in the hobby right now. He's harassing us, blah, 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 blah. And then Shrimp says something. I said, he says, you can't talk to me like that. I go, I'm not the guy you want to talk to like this. And he goes, now you're threatening me. So I said, don't call the cops. This fucking dumb bee. Yes, that's what it is. She's a dumb bee. Called the cops, wasted your taxpayer money on a stupid fucking event and took no accountability for her coworkers. Like you people say like, I'll never see these people again. I will see these people again. I'm looking forward to it. I will go back to Minneapolis and stay there and wear a disguise and I will just make it hell and I'm going to film everything. Like, that's how petty I am. You understand? Because I was just in the den for four seasons and it was incredible. And I didn't argue with one front desk clerk. You know why? Because they're professional. So anyway, I said, okay, I'll get my stuff. So I go upstairs, I got Mike, I'm fucking motherfucking them, and I'm like, these fucking people, blah, 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 blah. And I'm getting my stuff, and I'm like, tr- kind of tripping, because I'm like, I got to pack, and I'm like, I think she actually did call the cops. I'm 90% packed, we're up there about 15 minutes. Apparently the city has a lot of crime, but they're there within 15 fucking minutes. I hear, pop pop, 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 And I just, for some reason, I just went, I answered the door, and I go, oh, and I go, oh, and then my hands are up, just like, and I kind of forgot, and I go, all right, get your stuff, let's go. And I'm like, whoa, you're you're really here? And they go, yeah, let's go. And I go, can I? And he goes, nope. And I go, what well, can I? And he goes, nope. And the cop, that cop, kept saying nope. I go, well, hold on, let's talk about this. You want to know what happened? I go, my customer goes, I don't want to hear it. No, get your stuff. You got to get out pretty, uh, and thank God he tried to come in and Big Mike is like a linebacker and he's a big fucking dude. And he just stood there kind of subliminally and the guy, cop couldn't get past him. <laughs> cop couldn't get past him. Gingerhead cop. And then a little shrimp, right? Little shrimpy cop. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but it was a pretty tall ginger and then a smaller dark haired dude. And what pissed me off is gingerhead cop was like, and I, and I, first of all, let me get into it, but I was like, do you want to talk about it? And he's like, nope. He's like, yeah, no, you gotta get your stuff and go. I go, but th- I'm staying here and this is what happened. Because I don't wanna hear it. And I I I fucking almost lost it. I was tired. I had done meet and greet. I had fucking done all this stuff. I drove all the way back. I was on a tour. Like I was the end of my fucking night. And I'm like at my wit's end. I hadn't really And I'm like, Do you don't even want to talk about it, bro? Like, if I pulled rank and called the you know people are shitting on me and saying all this stuff i'm like if i would have really called the agents and made a big stink about it i could have like and been like yo the festival and like yo this is a big misunderstanding i never said any of that shit right i just was like i was like you don't want to talk about it. He's like no i tend to side with hotels and situations like this mainly what whatever homeless or drug addict they think i was i was in a suite so you know so i have a golf bag and i picked that up And I'm like, uh, this is clubs. And I thought, and I looked at him and he looked at me and I go, this golf clubs. Because for a second, little guy was like, he started getting uncomfortable, like itchy trigs. And I'm not saying it was near that. It wasn't at all. But he was getting uncomfortable and we were getting heated in our exchange. And I thought, what if these guys think I'm like, have something on me? So I was like, look, man, that's this. Let me just get my suitcase. Let me get this. And the one cop at one point, I think it started to dawn on him. Maybe it did, maybe it didn't, but his tune changed, and he kind of giggled. He's like, and I'm like, you don't want to talk. He's like, nah, man, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't. And he got more chill, and I know when people, like, it happens, if you know what I'm talking about. And the other cop was just like, I don't know, new to the game, and, you know, he looked like an intense cop that I wouldn't want to, like, get in a situation with because I don't know. Like, I don't want people to, like, get too rattled so i started i stopped i raised my voice a couple of times yeah i'm like how are you not listening to me like but let's just talk let's just talk Dude, my hands are up let's just talk it's like D- just taking this guy and all of a sudden the guy at the front desk was like a giddy little schoolgirl. and he was like he was just like happy that that was throwing me out so they so so mike is there and i'm like mike do you see anything like no and they didn't even check us which was great grabbed all our stuff and i'm walking down and um I go, I'm leaving. They go, I go, listen, he goes, I, he goes this. And I, he said, I go, you don't even want to talk. He goes, nope, not, just listen. They throw me the fuck out. They don't physically touch me, but they physically, they walk with me. So I get off the premises. I'm on the sidewalk. I'm like, can I talk to you from here? And he's like, no. And I walk away from like the property line and I'm going to go. And I just say this, I go, can I tell you something Officer. And then I'll shut up. And he just didn't really want to listen. And the other guy was just kind of walking to the car. I go, I'm the guy that supported the cops. I'm the guy that fucking when people said fuck 12 and, and, you know, when blue lives matter, I was one of the people that said, if we don't have cops, we have chaos. It's a very hard job. There's a lot of fucking intense situations. And sometimes there's fucking bad reactions with cops. But also there's bad criminals. I go, I'm actually one of the voices that fucking stood up for cops. And I said, I have done at least two to three benefits for the LAPD for free because I was asked and I think that, you know, the cops have been pretty good to me. Okay. And he just looked at me and I go, do you really want, do you really understand like that, like you're turning on somebody that actually believes in law enforcement, but the fact that I'm just guilty And I don't have a say at all. And then I said it. I had to. And I'm sorry I said it. And I said, in this city, this city, like, you guys need major PR rehabilitation. And he just kind of shrugged. And then he walked away. I walked across the street. And I was heated. Why was I heated? Because I got thrown the fuck out after a fucking long-ass week, and it was like 1 a.m., and I was exhausted, and I had to fucking do this charity golf thing at 9. Yeah, I know, but I'm like, I just was like, I just wanted to sleep. But This was a lot of things, but it wasn't worth throwing someone out and then not to have a voice, and that was like a good lesson for me because this was nothing. This was nothing. We all know what happened in that city. We all saw the tape. Fucking man was murdered at the foot of a police officer. And that has nothing to do with this. But what has to do with it is communication. Like, I have nothing to complain about. This is just a petty bullshit, shallow fight that happened in a you know a world where there's a lot of fucked up shit. I can imagine how so, how many people are profiled. And I can only imagine how... I can't even imagine what it's like to be, you know a black woman or a black man or, you know, people who get profiled more than me. And, you know, or a homeless person or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, so that hotel that's supposed to be, like, super liberal and inclusive? No, they profiled me. The biggest thing about the whole thing is this. It's not a big deal, but it's a big deal with big mouths on the internet that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. So please. I want to make an app where everyone is called accountable. Every comment you leave, I can see everything about you. And I can fucking berate you like you come at me. Because you're ignorant, man. And it makes me want to fucking slash your tires. Do you understand? Like, I'm not the person to fucking come after. Because I'm a petty bitch. And I'm crafty. I had a show for three fucking years. With fooling people all day. You don't think I can fool the fucking clerks at the Best Western? You don't think I can fool the Minneapolis PD? I will be in there as a fucking staff surgeon in two fucking weeks. I'll be undercover. That shit is easy. I can infiltrate any fucking where. Test me. And my boy, if I don't have enough, is a professional sneak in. He snuck in the 12 Super Bowls. You don't think I can fucking sneak in anywhere? Please. I could have snuck in another room that night and slept. I went down to the Hampton. You know why? Fucking free tea 24 hours. It just pisses me off when people fucking, like, talk about shit what they don't know. So in the big scheme of things, this is nothing. This is just a funny little blip. I was really heated that night because I just wanted to sleep. And customer service is terrible. But the fact that I couldn't even be listened to at all in a reasonable way when I had a witness, it's unbelievable. So now you've made an enemy. Minneapolis, a lot of people said it's a liberal shithole. I don't like to go there. But maybe it is. Maybe it is. Like, you're you're insane with, not the whole city, but. And as soon as I was, they were done with me, the cops pulled over another car that was already pulled over by another two cops. Three cop cars on one car. Just want to let you know that. So the most inclusive groups are the least inclusive. They're hypocrites. Uh, the fact that police wouldn't listen to me at all when I was no drugs, no drinking, no anything is just stupid. The fact that you throw me out on such a stupid fucking thing. Yeah, I could actually fucking get a case. Like I could get. I could retain a lawyer right now for $10,000 and go after it. Am I going to do it? No. I have I don't want the negativity in my life. Could I I could probably win. I've had multiple lawsuits. I've won most of them. But I don't want to do that. It, it's not hard to do because I can just check the fucking tapes and I already looked at the law. You cannot deny. Here's where you fucked up. You can't deny people the ability to get their things. And you did. Even if it was for fucking 10 seconds, you did. You denied me the ability to get my things. And that's a big fucking no-no, man. I could fucking legalize your ass up. But there's a lot bigger things going on in the world. I don't give a fuck. Next week, I'll be in fucking Dubuque. But in the moment, I was heated. So now, instead of suing and doing dumb shit, I'm just going to put this in the internet. And that is all I have to say. Go Twins. Like, subscribe, peace